love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 27 of Banter Buddies. Brian, it's, uh, the last show was so popular that uh, today is uh, Beanie Babies Part 2. Are you ready? I'm pumped. We pulled out the Beanie Babies at my mom's house, and my sister's like, what's the name of this? And I got like the first five, because I think she pulled out the Otter, she had Tank, she pulled out a couple of the ones, and she was, she was like, do you know all these names? And I was like, I know them all, just being boastful. The next one she pulled out, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, he missed. She pulled out, there's two bats. There's like a black really? bat with red eyes, and then there's like a, a oh, yeah, brown, brown bat. That looks kind of like Stella Luna from that book. Yeah. And I said, Stella Luna. She's like, no, what? <laughs> no. And then I was like, oh, I got all the rest of them wrong. But I feel I something inside of me, it just happened. I remember when I was in fifth grade, I just wanted to learn all the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and so I just did. I yeah. just like listened to it like 200 times. And it's stuck in my brain forever. It will never leave. On my deathbed, when I'm 90 two or something like that i'm gonna be able to recite it even if i haven't heard it and uh (laughs) but i think i'm gonna learn all the names of the beanie babies oh yeah just just right there on site you just always you see them and then the the name comes to your brain yeah that's for um, no purpose at all besides if i'm on a cruise ship in like 30 years and somebody's like hey what's the name of this platypus it's just it's just trivia you know it's just like bar (laughs) trivia it's gonna come in handy at some point to help your team get one point um, I think that's how it works. But yeah, the, the Beanie Babies, the names, yeah, the, if you want, uh, you know, if you don't have a, a big stash of them nearby or don't have like a friend or a sibling to quiz you, the, you know, I learned last week when sort of searching for our trivia game, you can, there's tons of like Sporkle quizzes and other like online quizzes. What's you know, Sporkle? Like, Sporkle is like a trivia website that, Ooh. um, where it gives you like, it, it basically is you like fill in blanks. Like it's like, can you, like there's a bunch of NBA ones I know about like, all right, it's the 2004 draft name all the players you can and then if you type in the name it show it goes to the right section where it's supposed to be so uh it's how many possible for the 2004 draft is it like (laughs) every team plus like they're like 10 picks yeah no it's just like here's 30 slots can you name how many can you name in 10 minutes so how many could you do i don't know i mean that was just an example of one i know but like let's say it did come up 2004 It'd be like, what's the uh, name? Name all the characters in uh, in Newsies. You know what I mean? It's just like fifteen blanks, and you just got to type them all in. You know, so yeah, I probably <laughs> could only do like four. So, but there's so many like BuzzFeed quizzes and stuff where it's like name the Beanie Baby, and so this is Sporkle. Do, Sporkle is the website, but Sporkle's a little weird because it doesn't have like visuals ever. It's just like text essentially. Whereas like the Beanie Baby one, that one you would need like one with like a picture. Here's the moose. What's the name? You know, so like you can find. What I'm trying to say is you can go online and and, and just find these beanie baby quizzes practice uh, practice and you can uh, alongside brian you can uh, name all you can learn all of the beanies um the names and stuff but yeah um no we're not doing more beanies this week brian it's uh oh we, we're not no i, it's, I was it, ready for like uh i thought you were gonna that'd be fun if you did like a full flip on me right yeah like wait I so we're had, not what are we doing today what's well, today yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna switch up the you know the the, the the template a little bit here, and instead of you know a question uh, that we ask uh, out to our listeners uh, of this of this podcast, uh, we want our uh, we wanted our, our listeners to ask us questions, specifically advice based questions. So 
Um, we uh, we got some great calls. Uh, some people want to know um, all sorts of things from us. They have issues in their lives. They have quandaries they're wondering about. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that we're experts in everything, but, you know, we, we've both lived, uh, you know, a couple years here on this, on this earth and, uh, you know, we're experienced and we think we can give some people advice. So that's what we're going to do today on the show. And it's we want to be newspaper columnists mm. for like the back. Yes. Yes. We love dishing out advice. Um, and, you know, again, we can't promise it's great advice, but we're going to do our best. And, um, you know, we just like we like to we like to help out sometimes. You know, I feel like, um, you know, the show a lot of times is a little, little frivolous. You know, we're just talking about whatever. But today we're going to get into some issues. You know, we're going to get into we're going to help some people here, Brian. That's that's what we're going to do today. We're helping the community. We're helping. What uh, what's the name of that lady that had the column in? Star Tribune, dear Abby. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yep. No, that sounds right. Yep. It, was Advice that like column. nationally syndicated? I believe it was. Yep. Dear Abby. Yes. Dear Abby. She was life uh, advice. That's right. Yeah. That's uh, that's a legend right there. That's someone who you know everybody just knew. You know, everyone, no one, no one needed to you know vet this person. It was just like known that dear Abby. If you wrote to dear Abby, you were gonna get some good advice. Sometimes the stuff she read, even when I was like twelve, I was like, "Man, what's what's Abby talking about? That's messed up. <laughs> That's messed yeah. up." What's the other one in the back of that? It was like um, health, wellness, and like sex ed <laughs> stuff. But um, uh, Dan, something from uh, oh Dan the, Savage, Dan Savage. I like yes. Dan Savage. That's a really I learned good a lot. I learned a lot as a teenager reading that. Yeah, I guess. Thanks, Dan. Not- it's not that many, like, um, yeah, like, I feel like the advice column maybe has fallen by the wayside as, as kind of print goes away. as like print, because these are both like, you know, uh, you know, we're talking about newspapers, talking about magazines and stuff. So, I mean, I guess. A lot of like, kids out there is like, what's a newspaper? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. So I wonder how, like, what is the internet version of advice column? these days you know I, I don't know i mean i guess it's this podcast that's what it is you know we're, we're gonna take p- up we're picking mantle. up the torch here for abby <laughs> let's do it i'm ready so, neil i'm ready we got, we got calls we're gonna do our best here to see uh if we can help some people and um yeah and then we'll uh we'll play a game and give you our recommendations and do all that stuff too so a little bit of a normal episode as well but uh let's jump in and uh see if we can help our first caller here here we go Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm calling from Henderson, Nevada, and I have a question that uh, I need your advice on. You're in a unique position to give it to me, and it will give you an opportunity to promote some items that are available in your uh, web store. So I was one of the lucky few that was able to acquire one of the first 70 bottles of your new hot sauce, and it arrived in the mail yesterday, and it won't be opened until Christmas because it's going to be a stocking stuffer for my kids. My kids like hot sauce, and I'm doing my best to raise them to use condiments appropriately. So I'd like to know what you think the best foods are to put this hot sauce on. I believe it was like sweet potato habanero flavor, so I'm thinking maybe grilled cheese, a black bean burger, breakfast burrito. But uh, let me know what you have tried and what you think would be a good one to try first with my family. Thank you. All right, Zach, right there. Henderson, Nevada. Zach's setting us up for a win here. That's what Zach's setting us up for. Yeah, just the the, the product placement happening right here, and uh, you know, I, I do choose these these uh, these voicemails and uh, the order of them, and you know, it's possible that I put this one first because uh, you know it's one of our merch products, but I, it can't be confirmed. I'm not really sure. The first batch sold out fast, Neil. So we did a second batch. 
Ooh. And those sold those sold pretty quick. There's I think there's like nine left or something. You wow. Get. Turns out maybe like we'll hot see what's sauce. up. I didn't. I mean, sometimes we get sweatshirts because people ask about sweatshirts, and they sit in my basement for two years, and we get hot sauce, and they're in my basement for two hours. Our hot, our hot sauce um, product, food product, is more popular than our hot sauce song, Brian. I think it's at this point. You know what I mean? Of course. Maybe they'll go. Zach, maybe they'll flip. Zach, wa- Zach wants to know what to put it on, yeah. and then followed it up by saying the three things that I'd say. Yeah, he got. He he already has a pretty good list, you know. Um, yeah. And and so now it's up to us to you know add to that list or or top it somehow. And the first place my mind went to, you know, for me, um, you know, as a, as a, as a hot sauce novice, um, but you know, I, I do like sauces in general. I do like condiments in general, and you know, for me, I like to sort of have a a flight of uh, dipping options. Um, for different, uh, you know, t- types of, you know, th- uh, finger foods maybe that require dipping. You know, I-, I like to, you know, keep it simple with some nice crinkle cut French fries. Um, you know, may- maybe a chicken tender or something like that. Um, but you know, I-, I like to maybe tater tot. You know, so I'm thinking like kind of a potato based or, um, you know, kind of a chicken tender like type of thing. And then you know the, the uh, you know lava mouth can be one of a number of different sauces uh, that you have um, kind of laid out there. And then you can you know sample. You know, and, and and really, you know, mix and match potentially and stuff like that. So that's kind of my main recommendation is to, you know, you probably have a couple other condiments like you're saying that you have going. You know, put a couple out there alongside hot sauce and uh, make it sort of a, uh, you know, an option as uh, one of your dipping sauces uh, for something that uh, comes out of the oven. So I feel like that's where I would go with it. What, what, do you have anything in mind? Any, any specific foods you've tried it on, Brian? Maybe at home that uh, you you would recommend it for. I'm always putting it on the eggs. I was mm, nervous when breakfast. Soothsayer was like, we're going to put this edible glitter in here. It's going to be great. And I was like, I was nervous it was going to look bad or something. But <laughs> I've given it to some of my family members, and that's like the thing they like. Ooh. But this grilled cheese option, wow, that's a great idea. And I like to eat everything with a fork. I'm I'm not mm-hmm. a huge handheld person, so I'll yeah. put a grilled cheese down, and I will cut it up into little squares and eat it with a fork. I know it's odd to a lot of people. But because um, I like to like put something on a fork and then dip it into a big sloth of things. But uh, black bean burger, black bean burger is probably your best idea. But I think you need to add a an over easy egg onto some of this stuff. I think Ooh. you need maybe like to cube some potatoes. You cook them on the stovetop. You put an over easy egg right on top of it, and then you're putting on your hot sauce. I would say lava mouth is for the morning time. That's interesting. Yeah, it just wakes you right up right there in the morning. Little kick. Um, but yeah. yeah, you don't want to go to bed with heartburn. So why no. not just like uh, not know your heartburn exists while you're awake during the day? Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good list right there. So uh, you know, I hope uh, you know Christmas morning. You know, we'll get uh, we'll get a report back on uh, some of these uh, ways to deploy lava mouth into your life. So there you go. Thanks, Zach, for picking up lava mouth and for. Uh, for the question, hopefully uh, hopefully we can help you out there. All right, next caller. Hey, my name is Jordan from Minnesota, and um, I um, am calling. I, I need some advice. Um, what should I do if, if carrots and broccolis and lettuce came to life? Um, I'm, just, I'm just wondering when I... What I should do if if they are attacking, um, should I defend? Should I 
trap them unharmed. I'm just the one doing that. Thanks, though. Bye-bye. Oh, no. This is the worst-case scenario, Brian. The vegetables are attacking. Yeah, if they came to life now... This is John Jordan. I think it's John. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan or John from Minnesota. Hello. Hello. Now we read this book. We read uh, Big Bunny is uh, the name of this book we read, and it's mm. about this like giant bunny. But then this giant bunny like faces and also a giant carrot. Oh. So I feel like these things aren't uh, these aren't giant things that come to life, right? It's broccoli, carrots, lettuce. Right. I hope it's a great, you know, head of romaine, something you can just make into a wonderful Caesar. But uh, it's the little things that come. So it's like it's like they're going to be attacking you, right? Yeah, I think it's normal size produce that has, uh, you know, is going to attack Jordan, and um, he needs to know what to do about it. You know, go on the defensive, go on the offensive, um, hide. Uh, lots of different options here, and um, I want to know what tough. Jordan did that they're attacking him. Yeah, he must have, uh, you know, he must have, you know, said something unkind, insulted the the vegetables potentially, and maybe maybe compa- unfairly compared them to fruit, and how he prefers fruit over veggies or something like that. I can imagine there was some uh, some verbal um, altercation here. That maybe that, it's that like baby them. broccoli, or it's like a little mm. baby, tiny baby carrots, baby carrots and he yeah. was really like hyping up the. The babiness about them, they're a little yeah. sensitive because, you know, they're six now. They're not babies. They like to be full grown. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, totally. Wow. Okay, well. Maybe it's leafy lettuce and he was really kind of tickling the leafy lettuce. I don't know what's going on. But, Neil, defend or attack? Uh, what do you think? Usually I'm more of a defend and, you know, let them wear themselves out type of guy. But um, I think for this specific problem, I think you got to attack because, um, you know, the carrots, lettuce, Broccoli, like we said, you know, what you're ultimately trying to do here is chop them up. You're trying to dice them up into bite-sized pieces that you're going to put into a salad or some sort of other recipe. So I think it's only natural that you go um, that you go on the offensive. You know, be careful with that blade or whatever you end up using. Get, get some parents to help you there. But hiding, uh, you know, playing defense here, I don't think it's going to help much. Um, I, I really do think that if you allow – because, hey, this is the thing about vegetables and any produce. They grow, right? They just keep getting bigger and growing. So if you don't cut them down to size now, you're only going to have a bigger problem on, on your hands um, later on. So I would say, you know, get, get, get offensive on them. You know, really take it to them. Yeah. That's the – I'm a lover, not a fighter, but in this in this case, you got to go for it. Now, mm-hmm. you could – I think once you, know, you – No, go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was just gonna say, you, you know, you could you could get some chickpeas. Hopefully, they're not alive. Mm. Make your own hummus. Mm. You know, that'll take care of the broccoli, the carrots. Give them a little dip. Got to get a dip. I don't know what you do with the lettuce. So then, therefore, I think you need to get, like you're saying, a sharp blade. Chop up that broccoli. Chop up those carrots. Make a nice little stir fry. Chop off the butt of the lettuce. So you got little tiny handhelds, and you're making little lettuce wraps for uh, for them, just for a scrumptious little. Uh, Veggie taco going down the hatch. That's wow. what I said. That, that is that's some delicious advice if I ever heard any at all, Brian. Uh, nice work there. When's the last Enjoy time you ate at World luck. Street Kitchen, Neil? Oh, too long. I gotta get back there. Why? Why? Why, why do you say because of the delicious lettuce wraps? Yeah, because they have the lettuce wrap that I always get. It's so good. Mm-mm-mm. They have that tofu burrito that's awesome, oh. and that new ice cream shop next to it. It's just, uh, yeah. World Street Kitchen is a home run for anybody you have in your party with you. Well, thank, thanks, Jordan, for making us very hungry right now. And uh, thank you for your call. I hope you survive the produce attack. <laughs> 
Hey, Brian and Neil. It's Connor from Duluth, Minnesota. I'm very excited that you're doing a uh, advice podcast today because I'm curious. I'd love to start growing some plants, but I don't really know where to start. I live in northern Minnesota. It's cold half the year, but I'd like uh, I'd like some easy plants that I could take care of and hopefully keep alive. What do you guys recommend? Bye. Ah, uh, Connor, keeping it in Minnesota, right? Connor. Here. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, probably in the top ten of callers, I would think. You know, Connor is is someone that is a multi time caller, but you know, maybe every month or something like that. Every other month, he calls in. So, shout out to Connor. He's a listener. Yeah. You know, he's just he's there. He's ready when he needs it. He hanging in Duluth, staying in Duluth, Connor. Good choice. There you go. Yeah, All right, Neil. And, uh, Neil, you kick this one off. You you kick. You're an indoor plant person. We should we should phone a friend, Colin Jeffy, on this one, but. Uh, <laughs> You've been to the mother store. Is that what it call, it's called now, mother? It's called mother, yep. That's a tropical plant slash cactus shop. There's one in Minneapolis. There's one in St. Paul now. And that's kind of a specific thing. You know, that's specifically the tropical side of things, and that's what I kind of dig. And, you know, like uh, like Connor saying, it's cold half the year here. It's nice. Some, some tropicals, some uh, warm weather plants will uh, you know can help uh, transform, uh, I think, and help you feel a little bit warmer inside your house uh, when it's a uh, blizzard outside. So that's nice. But, yeah, it is tough, you know. And and you know what? For me, I don't even know that much about plants, I don't think. I just I ask a lot of questions myself when I go into a plant store or when I go to Mother or whatever. So, you know, that's kind of – I guess that's a form of advice too. It's like, oh, yeah, you, I'm the one asking advice when I go into these places about, yeah, um, you know, how much light do they need because that, that's really what it comes down to. And that's my main – where my mind goes first for my advice for Connor here is to, um, you know, really, it's really about your living space and sort of, uh, especially when you're talking about indoor plants, you know, if you're outdoors, hey, you got a whole yard, you know, Brian, you have a beautiful backyard that's full of amazing plants. You got a big backyard, just throw some plants in the corner. You got a good spot for them right there where the sun hits. But indoors, you got to really know where the sun is coming in. What are the what are the key spaces in your home? Hopefully, you got some uh, big windows and stuff. And and so I feel like if you have um, you know a really good space to put them, that where the sun is going to come in, and then you just are really attentive with how much they need to be watered based on what kind of plant they are. Um, then I think you're good to go. You know, I don't really use any like fertilizer. I don't really pick out my plants. Based on really too much, I mean, I, I just ask, hey, how how much light, how much water does this need, and then I place it accordingly. So I would say it kind of comes down to the plant, but again, I don't have any sort of plant that I know is like, oh, this is a really easy plant or whatever. But um, I think pretty much any plant can kind of be that way if you have again the right space for it and if you have the ability to water it um, on a regular basis. So that's what I would say as as a baseline advice. But Brad, you know, don't sell yourself short here. You have, like I said, you have an incredible garden, especially in, in in the summer, and then you even bring in some of those plants uh, indoors uh, for the winter to, to keep them going. Well, let's talk about the big one. Should we talk about the big one? Yeah, the big elephant ear. I always need a friend to help lift it. <laughs> so I bought, okay, Connor, I I bought this um, alocasia upright elephant ear plant, right? So I like, there's those elephant ears that uh, you would see, like they go up and then they droop down, like they're like leaves go down. But I thought the ones that like point straight up like a shovel were really cool. I saw them like on the tropics trail at the Minnesota Zoo. So I researched a little bit to see if we could get it. And uh, I've had it now for like five years. I, like it, it gets cut down to zero twice a year. So I bring it inside. 
about like middle of October, chop it down to zero. It grows inside, gets huge. Then I bring it outside about the first of June. It gets windy. It can't really handle that. So I chop it back down again and it grows huge and then it repeats. So you get these bulbs. They're like $15 a piece. Uh, Plant it. You might have to, they get big. So so get a big old pot. But if you want, it's very easy. I don't know. You, you water it once a week. You keep it by some sun. But don't let your dog or small child eat it because uh, Dawson bit one of the oh. leaves one time, and uh, it was bad. Liz made me like, she's like, what is going on? Put this in your mouth or not. I bit it, and it's like I ate glass. It was rough. It was rough, so now uh, got to keep that away. Oh, man, yes. Keep that away from animals. Okay, but if you're doing outside stuff, like if you want to like plant to transfer, then uh, start on all your veggies. Like get a big fluorescent light to hang over them and start growing them. You know, in Minnesota, start growing them like January, February. You know, get your dino kale, get your tomatoes, your heirlooms, whatever you want to do, little grapes. And uh, that's fun. That's fun. If you want like non like tropical indoor plants, you want something you're going to bring outside to eat. So that's what no, I. No, that's say. a good idea too. What do you think? I've never, good I've advice. Never done with the indoor light, you can do that too. Yeah, maybe if you don't have a great window or whatever. Yeah, you just got to hook up a an intern. Yeah, an inside light to you know simulate that um, that, that that sunlight or whatever. So it, it can all be done. Just a matter of how much you want to do, how much work you want to do here, Connor. You you definitely can do this. Don't let uh, Duluth or the cold slow you down. You can make a a lush green paradise uh, in inside of your home this winter in Minnesota. Yeah, don't let the yeah. cold get you down. Plants, plants bring right. you to life. That's bring right. you to okay, life. Okay, cool. Thank you, Connor. Hope uh, you stay warm this winter out in Duluth. Next caller. Hi, my name is Benley from Cleveland, Ohio, and I have a question about my boyfriend just moved, and I don't know how to cope with it. Thank you. Bye. Oh, we got we got a love story here, Brian. We got uh, we got. This is Finley. I heard yeah, Finley. Finley. From I think Finley's called before. Google has this Vinny, but yeah, Finley. I think uh, is is maybe there. Hi, Finley. Hi, Finley. Um, Finley, I'm sorry about that. That's rough. That's 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 the breaks no, right there. Your boyfriend moved, and um, yeah, coping coping is tough. You know, that's 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 life for you, Finley. You seem seem like a young person who's maybe. Uh, you know, uh, just maybe learning a hard lesson here about life, which is which is tough. That's that's how it goes. That sometimes in life, things unexpected things happen that you didn't want to have happen, and uh, coping how you cope with it is Neil. Uh, right off the top of the noggin, here's what I got for yeah. Finley. What's up? Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you just get a a a lot of bread, heavy heavy mm-hmm. starches, mm-hmm. right? We're going like you should probably get like three baguettes, soft, so you can just fully grab them with your hand and rip them off right yes. you need some kind of dip of course something to go for it maybe like a whole like gallon of yogurt oh, or something yes. like that and just park yourself in front of the tv watching rom-coms you know you're watching i've got mail you're watching love actually something like that and just get all the tears out till you're dehydrated and then um and then start a band and write some songs and go make a million dollars. That's really a good order of think? operations, I think. Yeah, I mean, coping, um, coping can take, uh, you know, 
can take a while, and it can also um, look different for different people. So I think, yeah, having some good food, pick up some food that you really like, and uh, you know, maybe find one of your favorite movies or favorite TV shows, and uh, you know, just do something to take your mind off it for a little while. Because I think you can uh, sometimes, you know, just uh, you know, maybe you can uh, get too too into, um, you know, oh, I'm sad. This is a bad thing. Uh, boyfriend has left. You know, I think it just to remove yourself from that, you know, for a few hours. And like Brian's saying, enjoy some good food. Enjoy something that, uh, you know, is really going to make you happy, whether it's watching something or something like that. And then you can come on back around to see how you're feeling. I feel like you're going to be in a better place. You're going to be able to uh, understand things a little bit more. The, the reality of the situation is going to be a little bit more tolerable. And, um, hey, if nothing else, the good news is we're in the we're in the, you know, the FaceTime video era. You know, we are it's very it's easier than ever to stay connected with those um, who aren't in our immediate vicinity. So, hey, you can always uh, face FaceTime, video chat, Zoom, whatever you need. So you can still see your boyfriend. It might not be uh, the same kind of relationship, but it's not like the person is is gone from your life forever. So uh, embrace embrace other ways of connecting is what I would also say. Neil, you gave me you you told me that advice when my first long-term mm. girlfriend broke up with me when we were roommates sophomore year in college. You were like, "Brian, pick up that guitar and write some songs." <laughs> That's all you said to me basically, and then you went back to your computer to like uh, write some like IM messages or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds right. That might have been a little cold. I don't know how much I uh... Well, we were in we uh-huh. were in Book Reader together. We're in that band. You're probably like, this dude needs to write some better songs. Yeah, I, was, this I would mean, be good I, for him. You, I know you can appreciate me, just you know, considering the band first uh, <laughs> in a lot of situations. Yeah, it's of course, part of our I life, love it. Obviously, so. Um, but Finley, I hope you're feeling better, and um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be okay. Just uh, you know, enjoy enjoy some other things in your life, and uh, it's gonna be all right. But we appreciate you calling in from Cleveland. Let's keep this party going, Brian. Onward. Hi, Brian and Neil. This is Allison, and I'm from Idaho. I'm calling you guys because I need help on how to redecorate my laundry room. We're getting a new washer and dryer, and they're going to be, like, dark gray. And my husband and I are kind of fighting over what color to paint the walls. I feel like a nice neutral would be perfect, but he wants a pop of color, obviously. So what do you guys think? Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Yes, the long bye. We got the long bye on the show. At least one person did it. I'm hitting this. Allison, Idaho, here's what you got to do. I've been watching a lot of redecoration videos on TikTok. Oh, really? I think you should do that neutral base, a super neutral base, depending on like what is in there. Like let's say you have cupboards above your washer dryer or something like that, but do something to give it a splash. Like maybe you're doing some big circles or something like that like get a big stencil and so like it's very subtle right it will be kind of behind some things maybe like a little like eighth of it pops out behind the dryer or something like that but like do some big like polka dots it's not heavy-handed polka dots it's kind of abstract and then get your color pop in that way just to you know make you kind of feel like it's not bland when you're in you want to have fun while you're doing laundry you know you got to do it so often 
That's my take. What you got, Neil? So you're kind of if I'm if I'm getting you right here, you're kind of uh, saying a little bit of both, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B here. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and have a combo, um, and, and you know I think that's a good um, you know I think for the, for a relationship, you know, for two people, um, you know, who who live together and have to you know you know this is both this is both of their spaces. So I think it's good compromise. You know, a compromise is very important. So um, you know I think that's that's definitely the way to go. Uh, with that one especially if you have a cool idea um you know like you said for that pop of color but uh yeah so i really like that i think that's that's the way to go personally you know i think with the gray um you know the, yeah i, I lean and, and, you know i think it's just more fun i think just you know you and i both kind of lean towards things a little more you know out there maybe a little more fun even in paint colors so um you know i think it would be kind of cool to have a gnarly color right there in your in your um in your washroom, your, your your laundry room, or whatever, with the, with the dark gray, but uh, yeah, this is this is a tough one because there's a lot of things in here. It's like, oh, are you is it are you gonna maybe sell this place soon? Well, then you might want to go a little bit more basic with it, you know. Um, so, or is it's like, okay, this is our this is the place we're gonna live for a long time. Well, let's really make it ours and make it a crazy looking space. So, I could really see this one going either way, but I think you nailed it, Brian. You got to get the compromise on, and uh, you can do a little bit of both. Uh, Allison, I hope that helps, and I hope um, I hope the new washer and dryer are beautiful. That's really that's really the headline here is that a new washer and dryer are coming into your life, and I'm sure they're um, you know just just as, as modern as can be. You know, just to, to ask it, you know, it probably takes verbal cues. You know, probably has a robot assistant built into it. What uh, for real? So, I don't know. I'm just assuming. You know, I, they, I know they got uh, you know other kitchen and other appliances that can do this type of stuff, you know, with a voice assistant built in. But I don't know. I just don't know what the future of washer and dryers is, Brian. I'm sure Allison will let us know um, if they can get through this issue. But uh, good luck with that, Allison. Thanks for calling in. Here's the next caller. It's another one about color. So we had to had to put it right here. Here we go. Hi, Kim. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I need some advice. What color should I paint my nails? And I want to recommend a show for you guys. It's called Pickle and Peanut, and it's on Disney Plus. It's like a show that you guys would create. Okay. Bye. And you're the best fan in the world. <laughs> back to back buys, back to back long buys. Annabelle, I've missed you so much. Oh. Now, is Annabelle saying paint her room? I think she said paint her nails. <laughs> oh, nails. <laughs> yes, I got to paint nails. What color should I paint my nails? Okay, um, um, Neil, go for it. What you got? Well, uh, yeah, we didn't get any, um, you know, any possibilities here. So really, really can be anything. And so Annabelle, you know, without knowing kind of anything else about your outfit or about, you know, where you might be going, you know, with this, uh, which I feel like could play into um, you know, your, your, your options here, your choices. Um, you know, I'm, you called us Cuckoo Kangaroo for this, so I'm going to say make it a glittery gold color. Um, you know, I feel like that can go with a lot of things as long as you're maybe not wearing yellow or wearing a color that's too close to that. Obviously, it goes with black. I think it goes well with navy blue as well. Um, so this is the Cuckoo Kangaroo answer. Maybe it's uh, what you expected, but... Let's go with the glitter gold color here, and that's a good uh, one. Get some bling on those uh, fingertips. So I, I think that I think that's where I'm going to go with that. Did you have any uh, other colors in mind, Brian, for uh, young Annabelle's nails? 
Well, that that's my first choice. If you have a backup mm-hmm. choice, you don't have that in the little like tote bag of yeah. nail polish that you have. Uh, my son paints my toenails like once a month or something. It's a good activity once in a while when you're chilling in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm always when I get to pick of all the options, I'm always going a very very deep purple, a, a beautiful plum. That's what Ooh. that's what kind of we don't have the glitter gold in our little basket. We should get some. But uh, deep purple. Oh, What's this pickle and peanut show? Have you ever heard of it? Now I've never heard of it. Pickle and peanut, and uh, I like that Annabelle says it's like a show that we would have created. That's interesting to see. Now I feel like that now even makes me want to watch it even more. Pickle and peanut. It is. Uh, looks like it's an animated show from uh, 2015. It's a. It's a Disney XD show that is yeah aired from uh, 2015 2018. It's about two friends, Pickle and Peanut, an anthropomorphic pickle and peanut whose misadventures uh, form the content of the show. I love it. I love that it kind of looks like a real picture of a peanut and then it's animated around it. It, That (laughs) looks awesome. I mean, if Annabelle likes it, it's it's definitely something we got to check out. Yeah, it looks really funny. The animation style is really ridiculous and has kind of a, yeah, yeah, it's a, like you said, it's a photo. <laughs> it's like a photo of a pickle and a photo of a, uh, so the, the pickle and the peanut look very realistic, but they have like animated faces drawn on them and the rest of the world is animated. So there you go. If Annabelle likes it, I, we, we like Annabelle. I think she uh, she gets us. So, um, you know, we're going to take that recommendation. Usually, whoops, uh, usually, you know, we're the ones giving the recommendations. But if you want to call into our show and if you're a, you know, a super fan like Annabelle, you, you get to drop your own recommendations in our podcast. So I'm putting it in the queue. I'm putting it in the queue, Annabelle. All right. Thanks for the call, Annabelle. Thanks for the long buy. We know we can always count on you for that. Hey, guys. Travis from Riverside. A couple uh, quick pieces of advice I'm looking for. Uh, first one is for Brian. Brian, I know that you're also an aficionado of mock meat. What's like a mock meat or cheese that you're really into, uh, a company that you're into that's not one of the more well-known ones, not like the Beyond or Impossible or Gardein or Morningstar? What's one that you're really into and really enjoying? And the next uh, piece of advice I'm looking for, for uh, I can open this up to both Brian and Neil. I'm thinking about going on vacations to other states potentially next summer or even uh, next fall or winter. During touring, where are some uh, locales you guys have been to that surprised you? They Not that you thought they would be lame or anything, but they were more awesome than you anticipated. Cities or states that uh, surprised you in a, in a positive way. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, bye. Oh, yeah, Travis. Wow, in the house. so long. Oh, the longest. Always the longest bias. Nice work, Travis. Calling in as usual, and uh, wow, two two uh, two questions of advice here, Brian. Uh, what you thinking? What you got? He wants to know about uh, alternative meats, some uh, plant based things, something like that. What uh, what are you into these days? It's not one of the big boys. Well, I'm ha- I'm happy that we're not talking about Beyond Impossible. Just not feeling those things. Just not mm. down with it. Mm-hmm. But if we're going for mock meat, I'm gonna the local heroes in town. Setting it up right is the herbivorous butcher in town, oh, and yeah. um, uh, my family is always uh, the in-laws have always done a steak and crab leg. They do one fancy meal a year, and it's on Christmas Eve, and it's steak and crab leg. And so I uh, I pick up a steak there to put on on the grill with everybody else's steak, and uh, it um, it tastes just like steak. It's wild. Get the wow. steak there. Also the cheese. 
Uh, the cheese I miss the most, besides just uh, mainlining a whole block of sharp cheddar <laughs> in my college days. Uh, but I love smoked Gouda, and they do Ooh. a pretty darn good smoked Gouda, I will say. They wow. do it. I wonder. They probably ship around the country too, right? Might be a yeah, they're shipping spendy, all over. But... They're 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 uh, they're busy. A brother sister owned business. So. Yeah, we'll we'll link to that in the show notes there, so you can uh, tap on that. And yeah, it what seems you got, like... Neil? What you got for spots, a little vacay? <sighs> well, you know, there's there's yeah, we have been all around. It's hard because usually it is. You know, I feel like it's there's not that many. I'm, trying, I'm having a hard time coming up with like underrated places. Like a lot of my favorites, I feel like are very properly rated. Right, San Diego, beautiful weather. You know, the Pacific Northwest. You know, just uh, just just a lot of great places to go, and uh, you know, Portland, Seattle's good. You know, and then you can even go into Vancouver. So I like that as a sort of if you want to go multi-city but stay in the same region. I think that's a really good one. Um, the first place that came to mind though, when you know he said maybe you know that's uh, really that was really surprising to me. I feel like I've said this a couple times, and usually talk about it in our when we do interviews and press and stuff like that. But Asheville, North Carolina is uh, just, uh, we were only there like once or twice, but it was so surprisingly beautiful. And um, I think also just like uh, more of a, more of a culture hub than I thought, maybe, a, you know, given the, given the Southeast, maybe a bad rap over, overly too much there. So I would check out Asheville, North Carolina, North Carolina, I think has some other good um, towns as well. And, and um, you know, I can't speak to the beaches and the water and stuff over there, but I'm sure that's a, a nice spot too. So, you know, I think that's kind of off the beaten path. People don't really think of, you know, you know, when they go in the Southeast, maybe they think, you know, we're going to Florida, we're going to Georgia, something like that. But, you know, I would definitely check out uh, Asheville, North Carolina as, as a little bit of a gym. I think it's kind of like a beer city, maybe like a college town, but um, I really like that that spot. Uh, what about you? You've, you've spoken of, of Maine. I think that's uh, that's one of your your favorite areas up in the up in the Northeast. There, that not a lot of people talk about. But did any other spots come to mind for you, Brian? Portland, Maine's on that list. I would say. I remember when we were touring, specifically when we opened for Frank Turner, we had a really good time in Columbia, Missouri. Mm, I yeah. believe College Town in an in excessive yep. amount of ice cream shops. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think I had ice cream three pizza. times. That there's Shakespeare that. Pizza there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was really fun. Uh, yeah, Portland, Maine, um, Ottawa in Canada. That was Ooh, a great time. Canadian cities are are a good call. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're cool with it, um, Ottawa's great. But I love to wear a sweatshirt, so that's everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose that weather, everything else. But um, one that people don't talk about that we've had a nice time in is Missoula, Montana. Mm, yes, maybe not a ton of things going on, but it, but a couple great coffee shops. Maybe a, get a cute little spot out and just uh, just look out into the abyss. Yeah, I and, think that's a good um, one. That's a good one. That's probably like not that expensive, and also like if you really want like a get away from the hustle and bustle of Southern California, potentially like. It's just a whole other vibe, you know, Montana, like the big sky thing, just like it's just, you know, Montana is just big and wide and open, right? Like it's just this big, huge state with just a lot of land and a lot of, you know, beautiful areas. So I think that's a good one for, you know, just escaping and sort of, you know, maybe uh, <laughs> not, not necessarily going off in the wilderness, but, you know, getting some alone time potentially out there in Missoula. I think that'd be that'd be a good one. Yeah, and if we're going to throw out a Minnesota spot, you know, go up to Duluth, maybe stay mm-hmm. there, and then go up the North Shore, kind of around the west 
it's the west coast of Lake Superior. Go up, mm-hmm. you know, see two harbors. Go all the way up Lutzen. You know, you could go into Canada if you wanted, but uh, the cute little spots up there. Lots to do. That's right. Fellow uh, caller, uh, you know, to the show, Connor could help you out uh, if you're heading uh, to Duluth, Travis. Um, but, yeah, check out those things. Thanks for asking asking us some advice. And, uh, yeah, we, we travel around a lot, so we, we know a thing or two about that. Travis so. hasn't sent us uh, any more episodes of his food <laughs> His YouTube His series. Blog. Yeah, I subscribe get, to them on YouTube. I got to look. Keep them, keep them coming, Travis. We want to keep uh, watching those. All right. Thanks for the call, Travis. Got a couple more here. What's up next, Kala? Hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo. This is Danny uh, from the Denim Boys in Minneapolis. Uh, and I have a pretty big issue. I can't stop eating hot dogs. Um, I pretty much eat two hot dogs every day. And it's starting to really wreak havoc on my body. Not in terms of like, I'm not getting, I'm not gaining weight. Um, cause really two hot dogs with a bun, it's about 600 calories. So it's not, you could do a lot worse in terms of caloric intake. Um, but there's no fiber in hot dogs, if you know what I mean. So it's kind of a struggle. I pretty much, you know, I have two hot dogs either for lunch or supper and on a bad day, both. Um, so I was just wondering if you have any suggestions for something that I can replace the hot dogs with, um, in my daily diet. Um, and it's ideally, you know, something like that I can make in about a minute because that's how long it takes to cook a hot dog. Unless I'm cooking the hot dogs in my air fryer, then it takes about five and it's, it's marginally better that way. So I, I tend to do that sometimes at least, um, Anyway, thanks for the advice. I appreciate it. All right. Um, see you later. I love you, and I'm in love with you. Bye. Oh, Danny, what a sweetie. Danny is in love with us and calling into our podcast. Wow. means a Here's lot. what I'll say about the Denim Boys. Y'all need to get some. Let's go. I'm ready for a new EP. Come on. The Denim Boys. Let's keep it rolling. I, Come on. I hope, I hope they're wearing denim. It would be disappointing. I mean, people maybe are disappointed when they hear our name and know there's not a kangaroo in the band. But I, I would want them to not wear denim. You know uh-huh. what I mean? To be the denim boys and not wear denim. Yeah, you're right. I, uh, it's too obvious. Too obvious to have the Canadian tuxedo on when you're in the denim boys. All the time. Um, okay, now here's wow. the story. So we talked about in our in our All Eight is Pizza song, we talk about, hey, I only eat hot dogs. And we say, like, you have scurvy. Because I remember... Something happened. There was a news story when when we were growing up where someone in Minnesota had only eaten hot dogs. Only. Like, Danny isn't doing that. Danny's not only eating hot dogs, but eating a lot of hot dogs. He might be but getting there soon, though. we got to help him out. Yeah. And so uh, this person got scurvy, like something that you don't get anymore. And so they had all the med students in, like, the area come look at this person to see, like, what scurvy looks like on your body. Oh, um, man. It's like what sailors would get, right, when they would eat just, like, one thing all the time. Oh. So what you got here, uh, I, I get it. You you want to cook them. They're fast. They're easy. My kids are getting hot dogs every, every once in a while. I love a bun. I love mustard. I'd say oh. just start with trying a brat just to switch up your, your palate. Yeah, I really like the idea of kind of weaning yourself, weenie, weenie-ing. Oh, Neil, that was good. That was good. Weenie-ing yourself off, you know, the hot dogs. You know, you can't, 
you know, you you can't just you can't just jump ship immediately. You gotta you know you gotta you know take slow steps. And I think yeah, going to the going to the brat, maybe mix in some some plant based ones in there. Maybe um, you know, there's just a lot of different sausages or you know that kind of type of food that you can get. You know, you get some chicken apple, like an apple chicken sausage. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so you could go that way with it because that way you are you know staying in the realm, but then you're not literally just having the same thing over and over again. But I'm worried that that's not quite what you're asking here, Danny. You're looking for something that's going to improve your health, and uh, you know, or at least be an upgrade from the from the hot dog. And we're kind of just offering you different versions of hot dogs. So I think Brian, what we need to do is recommend uh, other quick quick type meals. You know, that can be made that you know it doesn't have to be the most healthy thing, but provides an alternative uh, as as far as the nutritional value that will be happening here uh, for Danny. So what are some other quick Type because I get it, you know. I, well, before we get all, too we're real, we're all a little lazy. We're all a little, hey, I want some quick food right now. What can I make? So it's it's got to be something that's reasonably easy to make. Of course, of course, and I get it. If you have this, hey, I need one minute in the microwave. That's it. First of all, you need to get a Denim Boys TikTok account going right now, <laughs> and improving your health at the same time as doing a bit. You're like, hey, oh, yeah. just, the first one's like, hey, I only eat hot dogs because you can microwave them for sixty seconds. Then you just buy all kinds of food and you only microwave it for sixty seconds, and then you eat it like a head of broccoli. Microwave it, bam, some like frozen burgers, but you're eating them frozen. You're you know everything a frozen pizza 60 seconds you have to eat it frozen um every kind of vegetable in the book a 60 second nuke in the microwave that's what i say that's really smart and you know this is the thing about our podcast i mean this is a advice-based show right here but daniel what you didn't know you were getting here was also um like content consulting um social media advice from brian here too so you know you you thought you were just getting some hot dog um stuff going here but no we're going to take it further and uh the denim boys can uh you know get some content out of this too as you improve your improve your health and your eating habits that's that's good neil i i can't what i was gonna say is like i make my own black bean burgers and that what they really are is just like garbage pail burgers like i take everything mm-hmm. in the fridge that's about to go rotten every vegetable I put, and i put it in the grinder you know like the grinder i gave you for your birthday that thing. that's right and then yeah. and then i put it in the big mixer i put in three cans of black beans i put in two cans of chickpeas if i'm getting rid of any old hot sauce i put the rest of that in there i put oatmeal in there i put in a bunch of almond flour to soak it up and then I put them in the freezer, and I just like rock it. But sixty seconds—that's a—that's a tough game. Yeah, it's too many so, steps already, Brian. Neil, I'm I'm uh, I clicked on the Denim Boys uh, the Denim Boys uh, Twitter account, and Denim Boys just uh, tweeted three hours ago. Do you prefer boneless or bone-in hot dogs? Seems like Danny's just uh, Danny's scratching the surface. Yeah, Danny's help. trying. He's trying right here. Yeah. You know, I have an idea for a quick. I think a really uh, a different way to switch them and have a quick meal. I think it's a can of soup. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's. I think that's a good way to start. Where it's like kind of the same, like microwave this type of thing. But you know, the world of soup. There's just so many different options, and I feel like that is a way to diversify the nutrients you're putting into your body that way. You know, so you could go in a number of directions uh, with that kind of thing. So you know, I, I, that's the first thing I kind of came up with. Like, what's like a microwavable, like quick little thing that you could do and then there's also like lots of like little tv dinners and stuff but those can kind of add up you know those you know those those pre-made meals and like the frozen food section you know they'll give you some veggies and stuff like that but 
you know, those add up. That's maybe more like a five minute commitment or something. So, Neil, did you ever put hot dogs in your macaroni and cheese? Uh, not so much, but I've had it. I like it. I'm into that idea. I'm not against it. I remember my neighbors growing up did it when I was like there as a kid. Uh huh. And I remember it made me stop going over there. Oh, <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I was like, what? What's wrong? this? Is not okay. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking about it right now. That's a great idea. Why did I? Why didn't I eat that? Yeah, you got. You got. Maybe Danny should also like don't lose the hot dog game. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you should like put hot dogs in a blender. Like you're not making a hot dog smoothie, but then you can like pour it in your soup. Yeah, yeah. You're saying just like upgrade and um, yeah, kind of uh, elevate the dog. Uh huh. Yeah, you're going to yeah sort of remix the idea here. So yeah, I, I think that's cool too. You can re- even stay with the same stuff and uh, you know you know just upgrade it by you know serving it and having it in a different kind of uh, pr- uh, preparation method. So I think that's smart, uh, Danny. Good luck with the with the hot dogs in your life and with the denim boys. And uh, thanks for calling in to our podcast. We appreciate it. We have one more caller. Brian, are you ready to give out our last bit of advice for the show? I, I feel like I could have got another two hours in the hot dog, so yes, mm. I'm ready. All right, one more. Here we go. Hi, my name is Dean, and I need help deciding to go to the um, deciding if I should go to the upstairs bathroom or the downstairs bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a lot of laughter there, Dean. It Dean, makes, this is serious. It makes me see, it makes me kind of yeah think that you're not taking this very seriously here. Um, if you laugh too hard, you're not going to need to go to either bathroom because it's going to happen in your pants. So um, you know, be careful here with with all the giggling uh, when you're holding holding it in. But uh, tough question here, Brian. Advice that uh, young Dean needs: upstairs or downstairs bathroom? Well, Dean, let's start the checklist. Neil and I are going to help you here. First mm-hmm. thing on the checklist. Which one has a stronger fan? Because mm-hmm. that matters for yeah. just like people hearing you either pee or poop, and for getting all the smell out of there. Yeah, it's also yeah. It depends on if you're doing the number one or number two. You know that's gonna that's gonna matter. You know is is sort of if you're gonna stink it up, then yeah, you're gonna want to go to a place that's maybe gonna be a little more private, and uh, you know it's a place that uh, you know that you're not gonna disturb the rest of your household um, with the terrible fumes. That will be, um, you know, coming coming from that room after you're done doing your business. So that's definitely something at first to consider. If if it's going to be a big mess and going to be a big problem, then I think, well, but it's hard to know with Dean. You know, Dean's home upstairs or downstairs. We don't know which one is less populated, but I would think downstairs potentially. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's like a basement thing or something like that. Um, so yeah, that, that that's that's really big is is to understand how much of a nuisance this might be, and then you know, kind of choose from there. Second thing, Dean, you need to think about is which one has a even has a lock or which mm. one has the stronger lock. Because yeah. if you're going to go to the bathroom, you want to choose one where you can have your privacy and be there for 90 minutes to two hours. Yeah, it could be. You never know. Um, or Sometimes you do know that's going to be a while. And, uh, yeah, you want to make sure that, uh, yeah, you're, you're picking the, the space that has the optimal comfort if it is going to be a long while. Uh, maybe that's the, the seat, um, you know, how comfortable the seat is, uh, you know, sort of the size of the room, um, you know, the different things you might have going. You know, the Wi-Fi strength in that room potentially if you're oh bring that matters you know how you. mine has neil that little like tuck back in there yeah like the wi-fi does not reach there oh, you have no. to go cellular oh no you got to flip over to cell you're gonna need another another Eero beacon in there brian to extend the wi-fi i don't right know where i put pot. it but that's a really good idea we do need to put it <laughs> like, bathroom only. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's tough. Yeah, so that, that, that comes into play too. So, um, you know, there's a lot going on here. And, um, you know, we can only help you so much without knowing, you know, your, the layout of your home and all these other details. But I hope we're providing you with, with the tools to make a better decision uh, for yourself here. And um, and for your family, because I assume you're not uh, living alone as a as, as a young person there. It sounds like so. You know, you have to consider the other people uh, in your home when, um, especially when you're doing a number two. So the fact that you have two bathrooms is wild. I grew mm, up so three nice. kids, two parents, one bathroom, one can. It was wild. It was a wild Whoa, day. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, then you really don't have this decision, and everyone just has to. You know, just, 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 there's only one choice and you better hope for the best there because if it's a big mess, then everybody's going to, everyone's going to have to smell it for 20 minutes there or something. So I get Neil, it. Neil, what do you tough. think about the toilet seats that have like the cushion on them? Well, I inherited one of those when I moved into my new house and I kind of thought it was weird at first, but now I'm used to it. So, uh, you know, it seems In the like basement? A, uh, no, it's upstairs. It's, it's in the main oh, bathroom. Oh, I've never yeah. sat there. Yeah, it's a little uh, little cushion there, a little, uh, you know, kind of feels like an old person's house or something like that, like your grandparents' house, but I don't know. I, I've really gotten used to it, and it's not that weird to me anymore, and um, yeah, I won't be replacing it. So I kind of dig it now. What about you? Is it, is it an issue? Do you refuse to use, uh, you know, stools that have that? This is TMI, but I probably have like a sweaty butt. I feel like I always like really stick to those Everybody ones. does. Yeah, that's the main problem is you don't, yeah, if it's warm, you're going to have... You know, you're going to have a different kind of situation going on there. But, you know, it's it's all good. I live I live alone. I have, uh, you know, it's 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 really only me who's sitting on it. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. All right. So uh, let's let's um let's help Dean here with the final decision. I'm going to obviously go with downstairs basement every time. What about you? Yeah. In this in this scenario, if it is down in the downstairs, if it's like underneath the main level, like I hope it's not the main level because I'm worried Dean's got to do it, too. It's going to be a mess, stinky mess. So, yeah, go go downstairs, okay? Just uh, go down there and uh, hope no one else uh, has to hear or, uh, you know, smell what your situation is going on. The gamble you're getting with going to the downstairs one is usually that's the one where people forget to restock the teepee, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. And people will definitely ghost you if they, like, let it go. They're going to, like, do something else. But you're probably down by a washing machine, which has, like, a... What do you call those little like sinks, the utility sink? You know, you could just, you know, self bidet kind of thing. Yeah, or grab a dryer sheet, you know what I mean, and just go with one of those as a as a backup for toilet paper. Uh, That might have to be it. Uh, But make it smell great. Yeah, 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 it's a win win. All right, good luck with that, Dean. And uh, yeah, that does it for uh, you know the 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 calls for this week, Brian. All the advice. Do you feel like um, do you feel like we helped people um, in this (laughs) podcast? I mean, people are definitely going to demand that we make a coffee table book after this. Yeah, and it might be a spinoff podcast as well. You know, Banter Buddy is so popular, but it's not really the you know it's not really the main part of the show is advice. So we might have to start a whole new show just for advice so let us know if you guys want us to do that um but thanks to everybody who called and uh, hey it's it's the holiday season uh it's the winter as we record this right now and uh, we want to want to do an episode kind of about that coming up here in two weeks so our next episode uh the question is what is your favorite winter holiday tradition you got to call us at 612-424-0036 leave us a voicemail and talk about what uh, what you'd like to get up to in the winter holidays, it doesn't really matter what holiday you celebrate or, uh, you know, sort of which one. There's lots going on right now. 
could be a New Year's Eve thing as well, um, or maybe just something that uh, you know you and your family like to do, you and your friends like to do. It can really be anything. But uh, what what do you like? Because that's the thing about the holidays is you know most people have traditions. They have things that they go back to, and that's what they're excited about. That's what you know they're they're very happy to go back and hang out with their family or friends and and do that thing that you always do. You gotta let us know what it is. Call in. Tell us about your your Call holiday in. traditions. That's what our show is all about, you know. And and yeah, so we're not going to give you advice next week. So don't ask about winter holiday um, advice from us. We will plainly refuse it. But um, you know, tell us. I do have some things I'm going to pitch to people next. Okay, time, but yeah, but I see. It won't be solicited advice like that. Yeah, yeah. We usually we can't help but pitch ideas usually. So yeah, please call us. What uh, is your favorite winter holiday tradition? And uh, you'll be on the next episode of Banter Buddies. It'll be a fun time. All right, we are uh, continuing forth with the show, Brian. Let's do a segment called Recommendations. All right, time to talk about some of our favorite things, and uh, I'll get us rolling here today, Brian, our our good pals, some some friends from, uh, formerly really, from the Twin Cities area. They have spread out all across the country now, but they're still a band. They're still a wonderful band. They're called the Golden Bubbles. And um, and uh, they have their first uh, musical offering. It's an EP short album, um, and and then they're back with an album. And uh, you know, th- this is a band that we have been playing with really since the beginning of Cuckoo Kangaroo. You know, back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine era, uh, played with them. You know, in the, the Nomad and all these all these places, and became fast friends. In fact. The first edition of our podcast uh, was an interview show, and uh, Chris from the Golden Bubbles was, uh, I believe, one of our first uh, interviews there. So we go way back with those those folks. Chris, now that guy can talk. Oh, he'll talk forever and ever. Chris mainly lives in the D.C. area now. His brother Leo lives in L.A. But you know they've been working on an album literally for years and years and years. It's called Blue Shirts. It's a concept album about uh, loosely based around Best Buy. Uh, headquartered here in uh, in the Twin Cities, and uh, this is a concept album that uh, you know kind of is about uh, the the corporate uh, uh, you know nature and some of the issues of of Best Buy and stuff like that. And uh, the Golden Bubbles, they're they're like a, a fun like disco pop band, kind of a you know uh, maybe like a mid eighties kind of pop thing, you know Hall and Oates vibes a little bit. Um, all their albums have been really fun, and uh, they do concept albums too, which we love. <laughs> Back in 2012, they put out an album um, about a gentleman named Chris Humphreys, uh, who is a Hopkins native. Uh, uh, he was in the NBA for a few years and famously was married to Kim Kardashian for like a couple days or something. They like were that. married? They wow. were married for like a week or something silly. So um, they did a whole album about that called 72, which you can check out. But the new album is called Blue Shirts. You got to go check it out. Uh, it's on Bandcamp, and uh, we'll link to that in the show notes. And that's uh, just some of our good friends right there who make some great, um, you know, uh, lighthearted sort of uh, throwback, uh, you know, 80s pop music. And, uh, hey, put a themed album around it. We love it. Concept. Fantastic. So we'll link to that. It's called Blue Shirts by the Golden Some Bubbles. of the best uh, stage banter in the biz. Yeah, truly, uh, you know, our show is called Banter Buddies, and, you know, one of the bands that we laughed hardest at with their banter is the Golden Bubbles. They really showed us the ropes in a lot of ways of, of that it's okay to totally stop a show for, for minutes and minutes on end 
and uh, riff on the thing. They they helped us out with that. So they mainly <laughs> just yell at their drummer Jared, which I feel so bad about, but. Uh, <laughs> I laugh a lot, so I guess I don't care that much. <laughs> and, and hey, this is a good album. It's only part one of who knows how many parts it will be. So uh, it says part two is coming in 2022. So what's the? To I'm that. trying to. I can't remember. I listened to it a couple times. Like Tommy or somebody. Tommy Turnbolt. Tommy Turnbolt yeah. <laughs> is the main character in the show. So or in the in the album. So you got to check it out, you guys. All right, Brian. What uh, what do you got for us this week for a recommendation? All right, I'm going a little snacky here. Snack so, snack. Love, 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 love tortilla chips. I'll eat any kind of tortilla chip and check it out. Mainly, we like donkey chips. They're the weirdest branding and um, <laughs> terrible chip. name. And they're always like on sale, so you think they're going to be junk. But they're like the cleanest tortilla chip you can have, and they're fantastic. But we've been trying some different things lately. And um, there's this, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, it's a late July snacks. It's kind of like got a green thing. My family mm. likes to eat their like jalapeno flavored tortilla chips. But the oh, reason nice. I like the late July tortilla chips, yes, they're a good chip, but their bag is you can recycle their bag. Whereas normally like these potato chip bags are just like they are going into the landfill for years. They're trying something different. So it's called TerraCycle. Now it's a little it's a hassle, right? Nothing's easy if you want to try to do it right. You have to kind of mail it in and oh. save them up and you can become like a center but they're trying to be better so that's why i'm tipping my hat to them TerraCycle on the late d- july snacks they got good old snacks good chips and and um and they're giving it a shot so i kind of save mine up and then they give you a free shipping label and you can mail it to them and they recycle it until they get their legs kind of in more areas so that's interesting so they got- what, what is the uh, what is the like um you know, the kind of, you know, bag, like what sort of, you know, what sort of tech, you know what I mean? Like what kind of bag is it where it's like not, you know, compostable or <laughs> something like that, you know? Is it yeah, like you're going to look material? at it and it looks just like a normal chip bag. Yeah. But it's a little, it's it's more, it's firm. Okay. It's like a firm bag. It's nice. not, it's not like reusable. Yeah. But it's a hearty bag. You know, nice. it's not like a Lay's like aluminum bag late so. july it looks like it's a whole foods brand late july snacks there you yeah. go yeah good times check it out and mail in your bags i like you people do. trying something a little different yeah yeah you get it, get it rolling and then soon enough it becomes commonplace that'd be you cool know, that's that's the plan start i'm still like smiling that. over the golden bubbles i've been listening to, since they put that ep out i've been listening <laughs> to them a lot lately <laughs> great band really fun band we like them a lot did neil z uh, do one of their records I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Not 72, but maybe it's like their like initial record or whatever. But yeah, that that was they were definitely a band that our you know our, our good friend and longtime producer Neil Zumwalt, Neil Z, um, you know, he kind of put us together. He was like, "You guys should play with these guys." So we're like, "Okay, cool. Let's do it." So he definitely connected the dots. Uh, yeah, I think when we were doing our first ever residency, they yeah. played it. That's right. Yep, that's happened. Oh, that maybe was, you said that. Maybe you said no, that. No, I didn't, but that just that's that was the Z connection right there. He I think he was like, put them on the bill, they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, You know, he, Wampa Stampa and Allison are gonna they're gonna love the golden bubbles. Oh yep. They're gonna eat it up. Hardcore. <laughs> All right. Great band, the bubbles. All right. Moving on here. It's time to play a game and uh 
around. We don't really have a, a theme for this week. I mean, it was uh, advice. So, um, you know, didn't really know of any games about advice. So I thought we'd go back to the well and uh, play a game of Name That Tune. But this isn't uh, to quiz you, Brian. We, we, got, uh, we got four Cuckoo Kangaroo clips here. We've done this before. This one's for all y'all out there listening to the show. You are the contestants here today because I have pulled four short clips from Cuckoo Kangaroo songs, and uh, you're going to have to guess which song it might be. I tried to make this hard, Brian. I feel like I've done this before and like pick some pick some of the more popular songs. Today, I'm, uh, I'm searching through some of the deeper cuts. So uh, if, you get, if you get four of these right, you really know your stuff. And even if you get multiple right, you're doing pretty good. So uh, let's see how many you can get playing at home here. Name that tune. We got four. Here's the first one. Listen up. It's gotta be you. Oh, quick one there. Quick one there. We got a little, little, little sample. A little sample thing there. I'll give you one more listen. It's gotta be you. Heard Brian singing too. Singing beautiful voice there, Brian. Which one is that? Here's a hint. It's from the Triangle of Success. You guys know that album. Brian, do you think many people are gonna get this one? Is that one is that one maybe too easy? I don't know. I don't know. It's a song that it should be a huge hit. Should be a huge hit. I don't know why. People won't like it. We love that song and other people don't. It's called Working Hard. Working Hard, everybody. Did you get it? Working hard. Working, working hard, hard. Hard, hard, hard. Working, working. We love that one. Love the rap verse in that one. Hopefully that's uh that was that was one that hopefully you could get because I think it's gonna get tougher from here. Oh good. good. Question two. Here here's this one. What which one is this? If you're under three feet tall, let me hear you say yeah. And it goes like this. <laughs> what the what the what the what? That's not you or me. That's like a it's like a munchkin or something singing there, Brian. What's that's offensive. You can't say that. What's going on? Let me let me try it one more time here. If you're under three feet tall, let me hear you say yeah. And it goes like this. Hmm. Okay. That's uh it's another one that I feel like, you know, isn't played that much. The hint here is it's a it's a holiday song, you guys. So it's it's on uh it's on Celebrate This, our, our holiday album. And uh of course. That is uh, DJ Green Food Coloring. That's the Shamrock Shake. Shamrock Shake. Shamrock Shake. Oh, I yeah. think this March, Neil, the Shamrock Shake is going to finally take off. This is the year? I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because just it's been long enough? Or do you think um, I think it's think growing. It's happening. It's, it's like... Uh, it's like we, we put out double scoop and didn't hear about it for a long time. Yeah. And now all of a sudden like I hear inklings of like, oh, I listened to the ice cream song or whatever. Like I think I think Shamrock Shake is gonna finally turn the corner. It might make it into the it might it might get up there with gobble status. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping so. And you know, that's the that's the good news about, you know, doing doing uh songs about holidays is they come back around every single year and they get a potential for new life. So uh, you know it's not just forgotten. So yeah, check out the Shamrock Shake this year when uh, when March comes around. All right, number three, name that tune. Ready, 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 ready for oscillation. Oh, a new jam. It's a new one. Well, that's a giveaway right there. A ready, ready, ready. Ready, 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 ready for oscillation. Good, wow. good picks, Neil. Ooh, just a little short one right there, you guys. You're not getting much. I went for more like you know, sort of. Uh, 
you know, just just the middle song, little little uh, you know phrases and stuff rather than melodies. Although our last one, I think, is just a straight melody. But what's what's that one, you guys? Come on, yell it out wherever you are right here. It's a uh, backyard swimsuit featuring Sims. That's right, oscillation. That's the that's the side to side motion on uh, on a sprinkler. So uh, yep, a little bit of oscillation. Uh, backyard swimsuit on slow clap. You know it. You know it. You love it. All right, last one here, and this one I think is all melody. A little bit of an older one. What's this one, you guys? Oh yeah, that's what our songs used to sound like right there. That really, really sharp clap, pretty much in every single song, right? I love I love making the clap and reason. I the love clap that. and reason. The the you know the simple but effective. Uh, you know, buzzsaw synth right there. Here, listen one more time and see if you can guess it. Oh, get that beat in there too. That kick drum. Who knows it? Raise your hand if you know it. You, yes, you in the corner. Oh, nope, nope. It's not, uh, it's not no crust. In fact, it is based on food though. It's food fight. Get down. Food fight right there. We, uh, you know, that's that's an early jam for you. Fighting with food, really fun to rap about all the different ways you can throw food and stuff. So, good times. Hopefully, you got four out of four. I tried to make it hard. Do you think that was sufficiently tough, Brian? That I was mean, good. That was good, Neil. That was I good. could. I, it's really hard to make them. You know, I, again, I, w- I want people to do well. But it's, it's hard. I want it to be challenging, but also not like impossible. So, uh, hopefully, you got four out of four. Name that tune, Cuckoo Kangaroo Edition. We'll get back to quizzing Brian and seeing how much he knows maybe next week here. But uh, for this episode, it's all you. So hopefully you did well right there. It's all you. Thanks for playing the game with us, y'all. We got one more segment. It's called New with Coop. Brian. Oh, no. Here it comes now. Here it comes, Brian. We're about to to leave Minnesota and do some shows not in Minnesota. What's going on? Do we? We got we got we got like some some gigs coming up, don't we? We've got some gigs. Giggos. We, we're going to call it a slow clap tour. Yes. But we're playing around the country. Woo. We're playing Saturdays and Sundays only. Mm. Playing uh, doors at 1230 in the afternoon. We are going to hit the stage at 1 p.m. No excuses for anybody. Let's go. So uh, check them out. Get some tickets. We're coming. January yeah. through May. We're doing it. All Let's weekends. Party. All the time. You know, so it's a tour in the sense that, you know, it's, uh, it's all going to be in the same poster or whatever. You know, it's all <laughs> we're telling you the dates all at the same time for the most part. Now, we do have a couple more shows that will be announced uh, in the coming weeks or whatever. So there will be a couple more that's coming. But, uh, yeah, well, those are those are up there for you. Go uh, go grab your tickets. Go get them now, you know, and, um, you know, we'll be coming to your town and uh, flying on in. And uh, we'll do some do some dancing. Do some I'm songs. excited. Do that means partying. new merch, new merchy merch. Yeah, and you know we played some shows in mostly in the Midwest. Uh, you know, kind of last summer, end of the summer. You know, August, September, October time frame, and you know all uh, those were really fun and good good to do it. But it's just going to be really great to you know really get back out and kind of do big chunks of the country. Um, you know, sort of for the first time in a couple of years. So really looking forward to it and glad that they're mostly all announced now. So go to cuckoo Check out the dates, get your tickets. We'll link to them in the show notes, all that stuff. 
and come see us play a show because it's probably been a minute and a tell half since you've seen us. Yeah, tell the tell the friends, tell the tell the important people in your life about that. That's what's new with Koo. We're doing shows, y'all. Come see us. Alrighty, we did it. We did advice. We uh, wow. I I feel I feel like um people's lives were improved today. Uh, we chose colors. We chose food options. Um, it, it it feels nice to you know demand that people ask you things and then um, answer the questions that they asked you, Brian. It's, oh, I never told Allison story. what color the polka dot should be. I would say mm. fuchsia. That's mm. like pinkish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's about right. Yeah, that's good. That'll be nice and bright against that gray. I think it'll. I think it'll look nice. Um, but yeah, we'll be back um, in two weeks with another show. Remember, we're talking about uh, winter holiday traditions. Call us six one two four two four zero zero three six and uh, tell us all about what you like to do when the winter holidays roll around. Because the next show will be right before uh, right before Christmas, right before the end of the year, right before New Year's, all that stuff. So uh, give us a call. Let us know. Thanks for calling in and uh, asking us for our advice. It was really fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. It'll be a good time to do another Banter Buddies. Thank you to everyone who's subscribing and listening. Brian, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Goodbye. Neil, I can't wait. Bye.